Spring, 1149. Plenty of old-timers like me like to scare the likes of you, saying we live a lonely life out in the wilderness. I say, who's been to more settlements than a guard's mouse? Who recognizes more faces? Has a friend at every point of the compass? And sometimes, they show up in the most surprising places. Hello everyone and welcome back to Six Feet Under. We have a brand new season of Mouse Guard coming at you today. It is summer, 1149, as Genry just said with some meaningful words of wisdom. Uh, in any case, we are here with uh, our bridge patrol. That is me, Grant, as your GM, and Drackel as Tander. Hello! And Gnome as uh, Granny. Hello! Granny, granny goodness. Nope. <laughs> Almost. Ah, ah! I've been reading a lot more of Kirby's Fourth World lately, and so I do not like that response. <laughs> uh, and Arden as Sable. Hello! So we begin this season uh, within the sturdy and safe walls of Lockhaven. Walls that uh, Tander knows uh, mm -hmm. deep inside contain a prisoner for, well, the first time since you joined the uh, guard and nobody outside of a select few, including uh, Tander and his old patrol, know what she's doing down there. So things are a bit tense here at home. To be fair, Tander probably doesn't really know either. That's, that's to be assumed. Uh, however, that's the general mood inside, but uh, so it's good we're going to be leaving soon and don't have to worry about that. Uh, Granny, where do we find you? Uh, we find me having lunch with Sable, who I invited to tea, along with another mouse who hasn't shown up just yet. Oh, that little one is always running late. Oh. <laughs> now, Sable. I realize that you had training with a staff, and from what I've read of your reports, you haven't used it much at all. You're not the most combat-ready mouse in the guard. Uh, I think that's a fair assessment. I've arranged a teacher for you. Oh? The best up-and-coming sword fighter we have. Goodness. Whenever he gets here. Is this where Tander stumbles into the room with his, <laughs> with his toast hanging out of his mouth? Oh my god. Tell me exactly how Tander stumbles into the room. I mean, it pretty much sounds exactly like that. He's, he's like, pulling his two cloaks on. <laughs> oh my like, god. Why are you wearing two cloaks? I have two cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> One is meant to be a spare. It's supposed to... Oh. I, I forgot. <laughs> it's the middle of summer, Tander. You're overdressed. <laughs> hey, hey, you should always be prepared. Or whatever. Anyway, Tander... Meet Sable. She's taking up the sword this season for the first time and needs instruction on its proper use. Oh, you're Sable. I understand you're quite good with a sword. Well, I'm not one to brag. <laughs> really now? But I am. <laughs> okay, good. I need you to show her the ropes. You know, I can probably uh, give a couple pointers here and there. Gwendolyn keeps trusting me with important but easy missions because of my age, so this one shouldn't be too hard, so you two can focus on your training. Sybil looks, like, mildly horrified, um, <laughs> because this is clearly not what she was expecting, um, but... You never met Tander, have you? No, she's only, like, seen him around, but... Yeah, this mouse is 20 years year younger. Yeah, it is like, oh, okay... Like she's she's fully just like oh fuck me I guess like <laughs> being taught by a child, like, but she 
manages to her small credit to push that down uh, and, and it's like well uh, looking forward to, to working with you Tander same same is, should I should Tander like do a little like a flourish with his sword to show off I think would he should. Tander? should I think he Tander would should yeah, like, oh, should does not always does not necessarily mean yeah. that's just are you yeah. going to I think I think Tander will toss his bread in the air and skewer it yeah oh, perfect <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That pisses Sable off so much. <laughs> <laughs> With introductions made, uh, Gwendolyn's door is open to you whenever you're ready to be briefed on the mission to come. All right. Well, this is the squad I've gathered, so let's go talk to Gwendolyn, shall we? I could tell you myself, but she she really likes giving her speeches. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Get her. It's like I don't even have to be here sometimes. <laughs> As you enter the familiar office of Gwendolyn, uh, lit bright uh, in the morning sun, uh, you are greeted warmly, uh, welcomed in. She she can tell by the crumbs on Tander's whiskers that uh, uh, any, uh, you know, refreshments offered w- would just be out of politeness and not needed. <laughs> but she does anyway. So, these are the mice you've uh, chosen to travel with? She asks Granny. We're just settling a dispute. I expect I can handle most of the diplomatic work myself. So, Sable needs training with her new weapon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. You don't need to explain yourself to me. Uh, I trust your decisions. Granny just gives a nod. As you may have heard, or perhaps just expected, the bridge over the southeast lake has sunk again, and uh, Willowroot is building another. Uh, I am sending you uh, to support the builders and and make sure that this is done safely, properly, and quickly. Uh, As always, you are empowered to protect our way of life, help mice in need. Are there any questions? I'm I'm wondering if Sable has like been here before, um, or like what what she would know about the settlement. I'm basically looking for an excuse to be like, "Hey, do some do some exposition about the history of the area." Um. <laughs> yeah, you you've been through a few times, and you know that uh, if anybody following along has has followed, you know where where we put these episodes, you'll have seen uh, the map several times. Or just like go Google image search Mouse Guard map, you'll find it. Southeast corner of the map is very interesting because it's five settlements all really close together and far mm-hmm. away from the rest of the territories. Uh. Yeah. The Lake What Needs Bridgen uh, has the settlements of Willow Root, as mentioned, Oak Grove, and Birch Flow on its shores. Mm. Uh, on the way there, uh, you'd be passing by Lily Grove and Flint Rust as well. Okay, cool. And so, yes, Oak Grove and Birchflow's rivalry, uh, feud even, you might say, is, is well known across uh, the territories. It's, it's almost a thing of legend, but it's something that guard mice who have uh, whatever business there may be over there, they, they know firsthand. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason that when it's time for patrols to lay the scent barrier, whoever gets that corner of the territories loses the rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Granny has been reading the reports and roughly understands things and has no questions, but is expecting the two who I told nothing about this mission to have them. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. So this 
bridge. Is it? it sounds like maybe it's done. It's happened before. Yes. Uh, it's never very permanent. Uh, between freezes, uh, a lack of maintenance, I assume, and of course accusations of foul play. It's a bit of infrastructure that needs uh, replacing more often than others. Hmm. So this seems like a problem that is maybe it could get a little more complicated than it looks like. These things always do, Tander. Uh, I'm sure you've learned that by now in, in your seasons with us. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you just go to go to a town to figure out what's going on, and in turn there's pirates all over the place, you know? <laughs> that sounds unlikely. <laughs> she laughs to herself. I suspect we'll have worse things than pirates down there. Well, it, it sounds like you're all ready to put the best foot forward. I wish you luck. Ivy, uh, if you would stay for a second. Of course. So a- as the others leave, uh, Granny is handed a small uh, envelope uh, that is sealed and rather than an address has a, a, an instruction on it. Open on the full moon before the solstice. That's not ominous. Or anything. <laughs> I mean, Granny loves the shit out of ominous stuff, so this is perfect. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> <laughs> he gives a little smile as she tucks it in one of her pockets and a salute, and she's out the door to go take her patrol on their long walks out. Of course, while we're speaking about secret instructions, hey, Sable, mm-hmm. I, I hear you've got some of your own. Uh... Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, where would you where would you hear such a thing? She's gonna ask that they they stop off a a, a shorestone on the way because like one of her friends lives there, and that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Of um, course, it is on the way. The shortest path, as far as days traveled, probably is uh, to go to shorestone and hire a boat for the last leg of the journey. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Because Sable's not worried yeah, about it. Yeah, I think that's going to be Granny's response, too, as we're just going to stop there off there anyway. Yeah, so... Before the last leg of the journey. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. But yeah, Sable does have a, a friend there um, that is actually a true thing. I've had... I, I don't think we've mm-hmm. ever mentioned her on mic, but she is my, like, one... Um, like, she's the, the person I have in, like, the friend thing on her character sheet, is that mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they used to be in the guard together... But like Triss had an accident and, and like lost one of her uh, legs, and now she's like a weaver and stuff. But she and Sable write all the time. And uh, while I mentioned our supplemental stuff earlier, uh, the first letter uh, Sable got back at, uh, at the end of spring 1148 was from Triss. That's right. So she's canon. She's, <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's real and exists. I promise. My <laughs> my friend who lives in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> She goes to a different school. Uh, should we do our goals before we set out? Yeah, let, let's do our goals and then do that other thing we talked about. So, uh, Granny, you got a goal for me? I had one, but I didn't write it down, which isn't very smart of me. Sable, you got a goal for me? Pick up the package in a shorestone. Not ominous at all. No. <laughs> hey, Tander, what are, what's your goal for, for this session? Well, the bridge thing is like, you know, that's, that's, that's within my wheelhouse. I'm good with wood. <laughs> good with wood. My main, good with, that's a t-shirt now. <laughs> good with wood. What Granny really expects of me is to help Sable uh, learn the blade. So I think that's going to be my main goal is uh, helping uh, Sable with her swords, swords mouth ship. All right. I've remembered my goal or at least close enough. Yay. 
I would like to recruit some mice from Birchflow for the war effort, because I know a thing about these cities, and that seems the most likely place to get strong, capable helpers. Uh, speaking of these cities, uh, if anybody is a, a fan of the, the comics or the game, uh, you might know very, very little about these uh, five settlements. In fact, everything I've said about them so far is probably a surprise, because they are, as far as written canon, just names on a map. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, like I said at the beginning, they're five cities far away from the rest, but all close together, which tells an interesting story, but not one that's been written down yet. Yeah, so uh, we're going to take that upon ourselves. <laughs> we've we've uh, figured out some things about uh, Birchflow and Oak Grove, so I'm going to start talking about those. And then we are going to, as a team, live, uh, write some things about the other three. So Oak Grove is a, a cosmopolitan artistic settlement. Uh, they are a, a place of, of fine arts and theater and drama and uh, they, they rely on imports. Recently, in these troubled times, they have hired mercenaries rather than taking up arms themselves or anything like that. Uh, they're, they're very guard-reliant, again, be, because they don't make much. They're, they're, or rather, they don't make much as far as subsistence goes. So they, they really like y'all because of all the work the guard does to uh, protect caravans and, and traders and the travel between settlements. Birchflow, on the other end of this southeast, uh, southeastern lake, uh, was founded generations upon generations ago as a penal colony that then went through a revolutionary moment. Uh, they, they take this uh, heritage basically very uh, uh, seriously. Uh, and, and bow to no masters. They are uh, fiercely proud that they are a direct democracy with no, no permanent positions of, of authority. Uh, they are defended by a, a guild of hunters that patrols the uh, area around the scent border just in case it fails. Although it's a kind of an open secret that their training also includes sparring against mouse-sized opponents, you know, just in case. <laughs> There's a reason they're the ones that Granny wants to go to for military help. <laughs> um, also, I had an idea, since their name is Birch Flow, which is a name that I couldn't, like, parse as a thing. Why is it called that? <laughs> what if they're, like, a dam on the south end of the lake? Like, inside Ooh. of a big birch dam beaver dam. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool as like an heck. actual dam. Yeah. yeah. Which also makes sense why it was like a prison colony at first. Because that like seems a, like a prison. Right, right. They, the hard labor was to build that dam. Yeah, that could work. That rules. That's cool. So this, this gap between the lake and the, the greater shore is like a tall, tall ridge that uh, the river would hide behind until it was dammed up. And that's why we have this lake. Yeah, that could work. I like that a lot. So the lake only even exists because of birch flow. In, you know, time immemorial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another fact about birch flow is uh, that no outsiders are allowed to carry weapons, though citizens can. And that includes y'all. Like, they, they will not allow you to bring that sword within their, their city limits. Ah, uh, again. Which should be fine. <laughs> it's just a common thing. The parts of the guard that look like a service organization, they're all for. The parts that look like a standing army, they fucking hate. Fair, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the city I wanted to add stuff to, I chose Willow Root because it's the most central of the five cities. Um, well, no, Oak Grove is, but it's it's kind of next. <laughs> Oak Grove is taken. Oak Grove is taken. <laughs> Oak Grove produces a bunch of artistic goods and then trades them away to basically maintain their lifestyle. Uh, I'm thinking Willow Root is um, like a merchant town that facilitates trade with the rest of the territories. Mm-hmm. So there's like a big merchant there who trades with Oak Grove and Birchflow and Flint Rust and trades all their goods to the rest of the territories along the lake. Is that chief trader the one who is like commissioning this bridge? Yes, because he wants to go. He wants to get to the lake without having to go through Birchflow, uh, because they're probably they're mad about still trading with Oak Grove, but he can't not trade with Oak Grove. Because they make such unique stuff. They make the art, and the art sells for things. Mm-hmm. You can't get that anywhere else. Yeah. Birchflow doesn't make anything you can't get anywhere else. So he's the one who keeps funding the bridges that Birchflow keeps sinking. Or maybe, probably Birchflow keeps sinking. Probably, but hmm. Uh, does this mouse have a name? His name is Tito. <laughs> Tito Taylor. Tito. <laughs> All right. Tito, who has a bunch of weird stuff from far-off places all gathered in one place. Uh, Drackle Arden, who wants to provide a wrinkle to the, this willow root situation? What, like, a problem they're having, or a thing they lack, or, or a thing that isn't necessarily a problem for them, but might be a problem for you? Maybe, could they be having some sort of, like, supply shortage right now? Oh, no. I think the bridge falling would probably yeah, hurt I, their I imagine that, like, them. having not a bridge uh, is like probably kind of a big <laughs> issue for like trade and stuff um, because like what good it like okay. what use is it like having all of these goods and like merchants if you can't actually like get them out to sell to people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so they're probably very like stressed out that the bridge went down when it yeah. did uh, do they, they, they have a side in the rivalry I, I think their whole deal is trying to maintain neutrality uh, because they need to travel through one and trade with the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a sticky uh, uh, balancing act for them. Mm. They're just super fucking stressed. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Arden, would you like to tell us about uh, Flintrust or about Lily Grove? I would actually love to talk about Lily Grove because I had some ideas. Lily Grove, <laughs> who uh, is not even in the book, I don't think. Like, I let me control F. <laughs> Okay, it is mentioned as a place that celebrates Musfire, mm-hmm. and and is named in the list of undetailed <laughs> settlements. That's it. I'm about to detail it. They have the one summer festival. Uh, I I just noticing like the name of it and like that it's by a lake, um, like mm-hmm. probably like water lilies grow in water, um, like and and like lake sides and stuff. So I'm imagining that's like probably why they named it that. Um, is because like maybe like the shores are very like. Uh, Kevin, like, like water-growing flowers. Um, oh. Like, specifically, like, water lilies and, like, cattails, um, like, hyacinths or something. Um, so I was thinking, like, it's a very, like, colorful, um, floral, like, very, like, pleasant type of place. Like, it's the sort of place where, like, you would want to, like, you'd want to, like, retire there, you know? Because it's just, it's just nice. Like, people probably go there on vacation. Yeah, is it, like, a honeymoon destination? Yeah, totally. Oh, it's uh, a tourist town. Yeah, it's 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 very like yeah touristy, and there's a lot of like you know it's it's a very like romantic like destination. Um, 
Yeah, I think buy our perfume. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, I think that one of their big things is like they're they're very the people who do live there are very like like science mouse oriented because they um, harvest a lot of like oils mm-hmm, from the flowers mm-hmm. and stuff to make like perfumes and um, stuff like that. They probably make the scent barrier for this half, like um, Spruce Tuck does for the other half. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't that make sense. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, Drackle, what's what's up with what's the complicated side of Lily Grove? What's what's going on there? What if the uh, lack of uh, transportation because of the bridge thing? They feel like they are not well guarded because it's a, a lot of if it's a scenic place. There's a lot of scientists, probably a lot of mm. older mice there, not a lot of young bodies to put in the way of nature. Yeah, definitely. It does sound like kind of an open village for mouse standards, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're particularly paranoid, especially with, you know, things that have been happening over the last couple of years. My goodness. Yeah, have you heard the news? <laughs> you heard yeah. that mice they're, have been kidnapping the... you've been kidnapped in Pebblebrook? <laughs> Did you hear that the guard kidnapped someone <laughs> in Copperwood? <laughs> what Tander, did you hear about that? It's a town full of conspiracy theorists, but the conspiracies are all true. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I heard tell there was a moose attack. <laughs> and then that brings us to Flintrust. So yeah, Drackle, I want you to tell me all about Flintrust. Things we know in Canada about Flintrust is that they have a tradition of sending children to join the guard, including Saxon who's shown up in the uh, campaign a few times and is Francisca's rival. So that sounds like they're a very uh, button-down, sort of a very duty-bound community. Industrious. Okay. They probably take their defense too seriously compared to Lilygrove. Mm-hmm. They're probably like, like, you you got to talk to like 12 guards before you can even rent a hotel room there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I do like the idea of a military town because Oak Grove and Lily Grove are both explicitly like not. Yeah, they're very mm-hmm. like peaceful and okay, and maybe Flint Rust is why. So to add a twist to that, yeah, twist up this this military town. I think they got their start because they were the wardens kicked out by, from Birch Flow. Ooh, oh, they were the so mice cool. driven out of the penal colony. So it's been a long time but that enmity is still kind of there and part of why Birchflow keeps up their vigilance is because Flint Rust is just across the way yeah. and maybe that's part <laughs> of why they don't like the bridge being there oh so how's, how long has it been since Birchflow was a was that like within the current lifespan of the current residents? No, no. We are talking like people are losing count of the generations, I think. Yeah. So it's, so they're kind of just Let's, holding I mean, on well, to... Well, we're 1149. If we want to put a date on I, it... I, I, kinda, I, I feel say, like 550 around there. Put it like yeah, halfway like maybe the, the time. The 800s, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So this is a, really a case of like people holding on to grudges from like their great-great-grandfather's days. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a grudge or is it a civic identity? Is it a <laughs> mm, probably? I mean, it's kind of go hand in hand. I feel like at this point, Flint Rust isn't like they don't mind Birch Flow. They're going to do anything about Birch Flow. But at the same time, Birch Flow feels like they might. So there's that distrust, mm-hmm. or maybe vice versa. We'll have to pick out the situation. They're not the two with the the big feud that defines. Yeah, they the aren't region, even the even. feud in the area. Yeah. I think they, they might not get along 100%, but the big feud is with Birchflow and Oak Grove. Yeah. And, oh, that probably is also 
like Willowroot is trying to stay neutral, I feel like Flintrust is on the side of Oak Grove. Oh yeah. Like because it's they're protecting the two Grove towns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Willowroot's funding them. So much is we going filled on out this this region, and just just wait for uh, David Peterson to put out the next volume and invalidate all of it. <laughs> but I like it for now. <laughs> We've kind of made like a small metropolitan area with very distinct regions. Yeah, hmm. it might be good places to come back to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like I like this little region we made. I'm saving this, but we got to get there first. Yes. Do any of you have any uh, any specific preparations, or I mean, you're you're all old hands by now. You you know what it's like to travel in the summer, uh, etc. But just just in case, I'm I'm opening the possibility. Ender's got pretty young hands, but it's um, your fifth season out in the field. Eh, it's not that. <laughs> so this is a kind of a construction job, basically, so I would think that we're going to be traveling a bit heavier than we usually do. I mean, your, your job is to... Uh, we're not bringing supplies for the bridge. They have wood. Yeah, is, is to protect the, the mice that are doing the work. Oh, I thought we were literally going to go in there and like, rebuild the bridge. No, they've like got we mice were... for that, but they're worried that it's going to get sabotaged again or something. Okay. The political situation, as we've just discussed at length, is uneasy over there. Mm-hmm. And, and most of that's probably flown over Tander's head at this point already. But I think that just in case, Tander is going to pack uh, all of his uh, carpentry slash boat making gear, just in case he needs to. You've got your tools. Put on a all shirt, right. roll up his sleeves, <laughs> and then get to work on the bridge. Maybe if the bridge doesn't work, we can just have a big boat. <laughs> I mean, a bridge is basically a boat over <laughs> a gap in the ground. It's a boat that doesn't move very much. Sable has missed many arguments in which Tanner has tried to argue that things are basically boats in some form or another. Look, <laughs> it's part speaking of, of Sable, does, does Sable have anything to do on her way? Um, B- besides say goodbye to Marin, I yeah, guess. Yes, say goodbye to Marin. Um, and I, I, I want to have her like check the note again that she got from Isolde. Did we establish that that was what happened? If we didn't before, we're doing it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Isolde has some some friends who have a, a an outlook on on life and current events that uh, Sable is finding very relatable. Mm-hmm. And they're they just need a favor. They they just need a parcel delivered yeah. from Shorestone to the area you're already going. Yeah. It's it's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there there is a uh, an address of a smith shop that that will have what you need, and there is uh, a description of a place to to drop it in the wilderness in this uh, in this region. Okay. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, she's she's just gonna kind of like commit that to memory. Um, because <laughs> like she's like, well, it's I'm not doing anything wrong. But I definitely still feel like I shouldn't have this. I'm gonna ignore that like impulse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you know, oh, I can. This is fine. Like hides everything anyway. Um, so what do mice do? They deliver the mail. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think other than like making sure all that's like in order, she's going to. Um, she knows how to make drinks. Maybe she makes like little little like water skins, like lemonade. 
for people. Aww. I don't know. <laughs> Something nice and refreshing. So, uh, Ivy Waxwort. Mm-hmm. What 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 is uh, your last minute prep do now now that you've been officially briefed with the patrol you've assembled? Most of my summer prep work is switching to my lighter cloak. <laughs> the regular one is a bit too heavy. Is there a summer beehive? I mean, <laughs> that wouldn't really work. No, it wouldn't. It's still the You'd same to... beehive. I'm just wearing a lighter cloak, and also the beehive uh, buzzes a bit more, and the bees poke their heads out a lot more and kind of do some pollen collecting because bees are That's very true. active this season. Their activity varies with the, the temperature. That is true. So you you head out. It's a clear day, partly cloudy. It's lovely. Uh, however, there's there's many days journey ahead of you, and it sounds decided that you're going to to take the the route to Shorestone and then sail the the home stretch. Landing in Lily Grove. I need a health test, obstacle two, from each of you for this this summer travel. I'm going to spend a persona point because so, uh, Granny is old and has a health of three, so I'd like to buff that up to four. So my odds of succeeding are at least even. Tander is still young and dumb, so he's got a six health. Alright, I rolled almost snake eyes. Three ones and a two. Oh, that Granny is not... is not healthy. That's not a success. That is Mark the down opposite. a failure. Alright, I got three successes. You got three successes, zero successes. Tander, what's up? Three successes. Three successes. Okay. So, Granny, you're, you're tired. I mean, these... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you Tanner, know who's coming? These these kids, kids these days. <laughs> you've been oh, you've been so with Tander for like um, an hour, and you're already it just getting like tired. exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> with all their walking and their then walking more, my goodness. With their with their boomboxes and their, their skateboards. So I think with that, that's a pretty good reason for Granny to spend their time in Shore Zone getting a boat. Uh, relaxing and not moving much, so Sable and Tander are free to go get a boat or do secret missions. So, yes, you have secret entered uh, the settlement of Shorestone. Tander, you remember this. Uh, it's where you met uh, that caravan that you uh, brought across the territories to find a new home. Oh, the one where we got attacked by the, by the bandits. Yeah, uh, I mean, a, a short journey away, if you... If you left here on a different road than you came in on, you would find that exact spot. Uh, it, it's where you met Sylvia. Uh, yeah, Sylvia. That cute girl who you didn't realize was hitting you on you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it, it's where Francisca met Sylvia, but that's okay. <laughs> but yes, uh, Shorestone, that, that grand uh, architectural marvel, everything worked over and then improved uh, again and again by each successive generation of crafts mice uh, the home of the the mysteries of the various mouse trades and trade guilds granny's taking a nap she's kicking up her feet having a cool down in uh uh the rusted jug now uh, uh bar backed by Kristoff. by the way <laughs> oh neat tander you never met Kristoff, did you no even if I did, I wouldn't be. That makes here. sense. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, but I think I want to ask what uh, what Sable is up to here. I think Sable wants to say hi to Kristoff if he's there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It would be it would oh, be rude you, not to. 
Tander has been to this tavern before under previous management, and he wants to show you the good spot in Shorestone. <laughs> and then, surprise, you find a familiar, friendly face. Oh. Also, I like the idea of Tander being like, hey, let me show you this tavern. It's like, I've been drinking since before you were born. <laughs> Child. <laughs> that seems a little... That seems a little too, too hardcore. <laughs> Tander's a wholesome, but uh, uh, eager... Well, yeah, guy. they serve really good juice there. <laughs> That's, it's he's probably not as for hard- the best at this place as new management, because then it's unlikely that anyone remembered you jumped up on a table the first time you went in here. <laughs> <laughs> probably, that sounds like something to do. Yes, it literally was. <laughs> thought that Granny would know that, but Marks would remember. Rest his soul. Oh, hey, you get you're collecting little ones, my goodness. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> she like is able like laughs uh, very quickly. Are you going to make a set or something? <laughs> no. Uh this is Tander, by the way. Um he's a he's her superior on this mission. <laughs> Granny to shut you down Gr- immediately. I'm I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't think we've been uh, introduced. Do you Do you know Zeke? I am his friend. I haven't met him, but I do know him. Yes, he has a lot of potential. That one, very skilled. I have to agree. How How, how is Zeke? Have you? And Sable like leans in. I don't know if mice have eyebrows, but she's wiggling them. She's wiggling <laughs> them eyebrows. <laughs> She's she's uh, waggling the whiskers. Just let me just Google real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Two mice. Have Maybe eyebrows. instead of eyebrow uh, gestures, they have ear. Yeah. Flapping. Okay. She's ear it's all in the ears. She's wiggling her ears. I mean, yeah. He, we we spoke earlier this year, and uh, he, I, he's he's the reason I'm here. I, he was very insistent that I I move east, and then I heard that. Uh, my old friend Tate was retiring, and so I, I decided to to keep the place open the way he would have wanted it, just as a, as a tribute. Good for you. That's that sounds lovely. A lot of things lined up. It it, it seemed to be, I don't know, serendipitous. It's good. Yeah, Sable didn't really have a plan for continuing this conversation beyond saying hi and <laughs> pestering him but, a little uh, bit. I guess now we know where Granny is kick is cooling her heels. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think that while we're there, we we let Granny uh, chill out there. Um, Sable's gonna uh, tell Tander and her like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna go see um, while we're here. I want to go see my friend Tris. Um, I haven't I haven't seen her in at least a year." You find Tris exactly where you expect her. I mean, you visited before, I'm sure, and, and Shorestone has a easy to navigate grid system for its addresses. Mm-hmm. There she is by her her window on, uh, I want to say, the the third story uh, inside this uh, cave carved out of a boulder on the shore, looking out over over the waves. Oh, you you know, she's hard at work because you can hear the uh, shuttle going across the loom before you even get to the door. Instead of going up to the door, um, I, I do what we used to do as kids to get each other's attention. And I just <laughs> kind of hit her window with a little rock <laughs> <laughs> and like wave. It's not like it's not like destructive. It's not hard enough to like. I'm not sending a brick in through there, but just you know. It's that let's go escape into the night message. Yeah, exactly. The shuttle shudders, <laughs> and uh, you, you know you've been noticed. <laughs> Tell us about Triss, by the way. 
So it's been so long that I I don't remember a lot of my like initial notes for her, but what you wrote to me okay. is that Sable's friend is Triss, who she's known since they were both tender paws. <laughs> A few years ago, Triss suffered an accident on patrol that left her without use of one of her legs and was honorably discharged from the guard. She remains in Shorestone as a weaver, still trying to help the guard out in whatever way she can, short of going on actual patrols. Thank you, past me. That's so helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's Triss. I don't know why I imagine this, but I, I have always been picturing her with, oh, it's because of the Witcher. I was like, oh, she has red hair. That makes sense, right? And then I just realized that yeah. it's... I'm just thinking of that Witcher character. I haven't even played those games. My husband has not stopped playing them for weeks. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Triss is a red fur mouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I, I think that leg was amputated. Yes. In fact, yeah. And so she she sits in a, a, a low-backed, very mobile wheelchair mm-hmm. uh, that is now wheeling away from the loom toward the door to uh, welcome her old friend. Yeah, I think Sable kind of immediately like leans down to give her a hug and is like extremely happy to see her. Like if if Tander or Granny were there, which like she's very relieved that they're not, but like this is <laughs> definitely like the most like outwardly happy that I think Granny would have ever seen her, especially because like their last mission together was not super like cause for ever being happy (laughs) um but yeah she's just like actually delighted uh she goes into the kitchen you hear some cranking uh as she tries to raise her voice over it to to ask you so what what's happened since you last wrote (laughs) well about that she she kind of like sighs and it's like i don't really know where to start uh did i tell you about did I tell you about that that um, older woman who I was on patrol with? Did I did I write about her? I can't remember. Not yet, but you know, sometimes you're faster than your uh, than the, the patrols they give the mailbags. So, <laughs> God, I might be reading about it uh, next week. It's true. Ugh, it's just a lot. I, I've been things are unlocking and are really tense and. I know, I know I told you about Marks, and it's just been really, it's just been really hard, you know? And they, they assigned Lily to a new mentor, and it's just, she, we haven't really spoken since I didn't promote her, and it's just. No. She emerges from the kitchen, the cranking noise is finished, and you see it was a, a hand-operated ice cream maker. You, you know the rules. Huh? No sad stories over ice cream. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Only, only tell me the happy things. Okay. <laughs> and she just goes blank for oh, no. a, a bit. And then she pulls the, the like sword that Granny gave her up and like puts it on the table and is like, look, uh, that uh, the woman, Cap- uh, Captain Waxwort, she gave me her old sword that her... Oh, uh, I know, Granny. You, I haven't been gone that long. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was me not remembering, not my character also. She's not that scatterbrained. No, so Granny gave me this sword and has been... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get trained how to use it by a mouse that is at least 20 years younger than me. May I? She uh, tries to exchange... Uh, a bowl of ice cream for the sword. Oh, hell yeah. 
Yeah, we trade. <laughs> <laughs> that is heavy. Sure is. And it's got some weight to it too. It, it seems like it was really special to her. Um, I'm wondering, was it was it that it was the sword that her wife used or made? Rosalind was a blacksmith, so she made the blade of the sword. I made the handle and the scabbard. Okay. Um, so it is a brass handle. It, it, it was used. It was a very well-used sword, actually. Okay. It was I her main sword. Okay. We made it as our wedding vows, and then she used it for the however many years it was between oh, that and her so death. lots and lots of use. Yeah. Okay. A career's worth, even. Mm-hmm. Um, which, as a brass sword, because I actually looked into this, means it probably had to be sharpened at the end of every season because it's a softer metal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's also something Tander will need to go over with you. But yeah, it's... It- I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if I really like the woman, but like, I wanna. I wanna like do a good job because she seems to think that I'm worthy enough of like using something so special to her. Triss wheels over to the corner, uh, finds a crutch she uses for you know when that's the tool to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoists herself up and uh, starts taking practice swings and, and testing the balance <laughs> on on the thorn and. She just sort of sighs to herself and says, Well, stay on her good side because you would not want to lose something as nice as this over an argument. It's it's going to take care of you. Okay, thank you. You're always a lot better with fighting than I was. Yeah, I'll try. And she like gratefully like takes it back. Um Okay, I'll try I'll I'll keep that in mind. I think maybe I just need to get over it and let this younger mouse help me out with learning how to use it take help from wherever it comes there's not a lot in the world sometimes okay what kind of ice cream is this though (laughs) (laughs) uh there's chunks of honeycomb i know that for sure it's lavender honeycomb oh my god shut up that's so good it's very good (laughs) hey tander you've been left alone in a city that's kind of familiar to you Mm-hmm. If I had a mission for you, it would have been to get us a boat. Yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe this is something Granny and Tander are doing together. Season Two heads are better than one. Episode one, Tander buys a boat. It's your first time you haven't had to make one. Let, let's see if you find a f- familiar face and uh, go for a circles and check. if I remember them. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's find somebody who's gonna, who can rent us a boat. This is obstacle four for you two. The circles? Ooh, my circles is a two. One of you's real good at circles. Just I have circles four. I was going to try to leave it up to Tander because I didn't think it would be that hard to get a boat. But I can build a boat. I can it's maintain a boat. It's that hard to get a free boat. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Tander, Tander's good at fighting and he's good at making boats. He's not good at negotiating. Resources would be an, an easier test. Uh, mine's also two. Obstacle four circles, obstacle three resources. Okay, um, let's see. Well, you know, I've got a whole bunch of points. Yeah, let me see what I got some of those here. points. Um, I'm also helping you, so you already got three dice to start with for your resources. Three check. dice four for resources. I'll spend a point, get me four dice. So I got two successes. One's a six. I'll spend a fate point, and it's another six. So that okay, brings me to three. Again. And it's another six. Okay, so you've got four successes on this uh, yes. school four check. Congratulations. Good job. Tinder's too good at dice. <laughs> Just too good. There's no drama. Uh, there is a dusky gray uh, young mouse 
who uh, wears a white scarf tied around her head and is excited to see you. She she has a boat and Ooh. is uh, she says she's going that way and would be happy to take on a, a guard patrol as uh, uh, passengers. Perfect. So congratulations. Yeah, mission accomplished. We've got a boat. <laughs> well done, Tander. I knew you could do it. Thank you. Back to Sable. You've fin- you've got to the bottom of that ice cream maker. You've bent the rules and, and said everything that's on your mind with, with your close friend. Mm-hmm. But there's other stuff on that to-do list. There sure is. So I'm going to go do that. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, tell Trista it was great to see her and stuff and hug goodbye. Yeah, then I, I make my way to that. Uh, the, it was a blacksmith shop, right? Yes. Yes. So I go to the address that was written down for me. Mm-hmm. And what's the what's the building like? Is it like am I like rolling up to some like sketchy looking building or is this like No, not at all. Okay. It is uh it's on the second floor, so you have to take one flight of stairs down from from Triss's apartment slash workshop. You you hear uh one hammer ringing out above all the others as you get closer in this sort of smithing district they basically have. There's like a huge communal like bellows and forge that you pass on the way, but but you pass on beyond it to someone with their, their own private rig, which is nice. They, they must be doing all right for themselves. And a, a soot-covered mouse. It's hard to tell what color the fur actually is under all that. So let's just hope that it's the same <laughs> it takes off uh, their goggles and their their heavy gloves and uh, sets down what they were doing uh, in order to uh, size you up and say uh, what can I do for you guard so you need some some emergency supplies or something happy to help you out what was the the name that Isol had written down for me in a in the note or did she not write a name Ooh, yeah I, th- I think she gave you like a passphrase. <laughs> okay, let's let's figure out what what nonsense Sable's about to say. To, um... <laughs> Do you know the tale of Helen? I think is what you say. <laughs> okay, um, very clearly, like not having done this before, this sort of thing. You know, oh, I've I've never done this before. Um, but she, it's like, oh, um, no, I was just wondering if you knew the the tale of Helen and she kind of like drops her voice to like a, a little whisper like she's completely misunderstanding the point of like a secret passcode is that you can oh, just say it responds uh, I heard it got cut off and and you know that is the uh, the correct response she like exhales like sigh of relief um, she's like oh good uh, hi I'm, I'm, I'm Sable I'm here to uh, pick up um, something for my friend <laughs> Yeah, I, I suppose you are. Uh, anyway, I was not expecting uh, one of the cloak folk to come for this, but uh, happy to see it. Proud of you. Oh, thank you. You are given just this massive, long, heavy piece wrapped in, in burlap uh, and, and tied up. It's, it's hard to make out exactly what it is, but as you lift it, you see that the bag is... It's a giant axe in a burlap sack, and and that uh, is not clear when looking at it. But as you pick it up, it also sounds very difficult to hide. From your yeah, I was it's, just thinking that. It's like guessing what's in one of your Christmas presents. You know, <laughs> it could be anything to look at it, but once you pick it up, it really narrows it down. Huh? Sable um, squints at it 
So, hmm, this is very large. Made it to specifications. No, I mean, great job. I mean, it, I'm sure it's lovely. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, just wonder, it's, I kind of was expecting like a, like a, something I could like fit under my cloak or, um, look, I'm not very good with this espionage business. Um, so I was just, uh, I, 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 I sort of, his eyes go so wide. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm not sure how to, to transport this. Doesn't the guard always complete their mission? You are correct. Okay, wait. I mean, if you want to sneak it out of the boat, I won't say no. Look, I'm, I'm sneaking it. I just, I need to... Yeah. This is a roll. No, gr- roll Granny's will. <sighs> oh, that's whatever not good you for add you. To it. This is a contested roll. Oh, that's not good for you. No, Will it's not. Scout or hunter or Well, if you're trying to hide or escape, that's nature. Or nature, yeah. Nature is a good choice. Ooh, my nature's five. We're only determining whether Granny knows or not. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I will roll to determine the difficulty of your test. Two successes, so it shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> Fuck yes. My dice have been uh bad today. Granny's so tired. Good for me. I know Granny's <laughs> really <laughs> feeling it. It's like like it's like the when uh, the Rugrats wait for Grandpa to go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> and they they break out of the, the pen. It's exactly like that. <laughs> All right, I got three successes. Nice. <laughs> okay. It's I, I'm imagining like this is like a, literally plays out as like a fucking Scooby Doo situation where like her back <laughs> is turned and Sable like scampers like on the boat <laughs> with this axe. Um, Just hides it somewhere among the ropes. Once you get onto the boat and you stow away your things, uh, there. I, I do. I do. Before you go on, I do want it on the record that I that I said thank you very much to this very nice blacksmith mouse and and <laughs> that. I tell him he did a great job. So, as you are backing away and making sure that your hiding place is secure, before you can finish turning around, you are enveloped in a hug. Uh, the captain of this ship recognizes you. It's Rosalie. Oh, I hug. I I also give hug. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You're the reason she wasn't executed. Yeah, that's great. I'm very happy that you're still alive. <laughs> and st- being a boat captain, that's great. Love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. How did, uh, tell me, t- what what happened since, how'd you, how'd you end up here? Well, I go by Leah now. Oh, it's very pretty. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's great. Uh, God, what would Duncan's new name be as they're living incognito? <laughs> Nick. Nick? Nick is good. Yeah. Duncan and I, I mean, we uh, we did the usual thing. We honeymooned Lily Grove, where we changed our names. He's Nick now, by the way. Oh. And so we've just been taking on other other work. I mean, there's not much different between a you know a, a merchant vessel and a smuggler. Just there's a little more paperwork. Yeah. But I can count on a lot of the same friends, the, the ones who know how to keep their mouth shut, anyway. <laughs> Sable laughs nervously, um, <laughs> but she's really happy to see her. I think. Yeah, it's like so. So you're you're gonna be the one who's taking us uh, over to to Lily Grove. That's the plan. Duh. I could take you as far as you want to go. I was hoping it'd be f- friends of yours. Uh, when I when I saw some guard looking for passage, I I didn't expect it. It'd actually be you. Oh, yeah. We're we're uh, we're helping uh, like make sure that the that bridge gets rebuilt. 
for um oh they're putting that back up again i mean i guess i guess it's necessary yeah wonder how many seasons this one's gonna last oh no we'll do our best to make sure that it's you know sturdy this time i guess no that's not the problem theory weren't you listening huh? when did you get here oh it's not a large boat <laughs> <laughs> i mean granny does have a map <laughs> yeah that's the thing like i don't we could be like in a shoebox and she could still sneak up behind me somehow to be fair, a shoebox is not very large for us. A mouse-sized shoebox. <laughs> yeah, like a mouse, like a mouse shoe. <laughs> mouse shoes. Wait, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> mouse shoes did come up last time we we saw Rosalie. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, when he sold invented forensic science. <laughs> God, that ruled. It sounds like Rosalie. Anyway, I guess I'm here also. Willow Roots keeps building the bridge, so they don't have to go through birch flow. Birchflow, presumably, there's no evidence, Granny says, rolling her eyes, has been sabotaging the bridges. It's our job to make sure they don't sabotage the construction, which is why you need to work on your sword play, Sable. Yes, ma'am. As the winds fill the sails of Leah's uh, ship, and you, you pass through out of the harbor, and the sun uh, just starts to dip over uh, behind Shorestone, uh, illuminating a, a salmon pink sky on the the waving rocking deck we see tander giving a lesson about properly planting feet uh, the the foundation upon which swordplay is built on a wobbling boat he'd be, he'd be coming up with some like inane slogans for his, <laughs> like plant feet don't get beat <laughs> this is like a good training montage where like the you know the the wise like mentor is like making someone like do these like like things under like an excruciatingly difficult like name things like regimen because it's like if you can do this now like you'll be able to do mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. like no problem because it's like if you can get your footing on a boat you yeah can get literally your footing anywhere exactly <laughs> it's just hard mode training but I don't think it's the tender knew this he's just like right, let's try some no stuff. but he's playing it off like he does <laughs> yeah. 